don't be afraid to pay yourself what you're worth because you'll find that. Welcome to episode number one of How'd You Do It? You're about to meet Denny. She started in corporate marketing, created and grew a printing business that has grown for 15 years while raising three children with her husband, Ash. So sit back, plug in your printer, create a document in Times New Roman, and get ready to discover what it takes to start a printing business. When I asked Denny, how'd you do it? Denny, you've been in business for over 15 years. Why a printing business? Well, I'd been working in marketing for 10 years and wound up working for a place that sold printers as well as paper and kind of got a bit of a feel for how they worked. I had a small child at the time and I wanted to spend a bit more time at home. So I bought a printer and dropped my hours back at work to four days a week and spent one day a week doing printing my own designs, printing people's canvas prints and general things. People kept asking me for more and more stuff and I just kept adding more and more products to the business and, yeah, 15 years later, here we are. Right. Rule number one, start small. Yes, very small. Tiny little four-square-metre office in a top level of a Ringwood um, accounting office, I think it was, with one printer and one computer and, yeah. (laughs) So was that like, I'm just, when you say a little computer, no, obviously not a domestic thing. This is like a big commercial. No. No, it was a domestic, uh, well, I mean, it was a 64-inch wide printer, so it was a big printer, but it's basically just an inkjet. It's like what you have on your desk, but really big. Yeah, okay, cool. What was the the plan? It was just really to save time, was it? It Was that the the vision? It it was to give me, supposed to give me more time at home with my son to watch him grow. That kind of didn't happen because work took over and it wound up replacing everything and becoming our full-time career in the end the there was no real plan we were working I was working one day a week from that little office which I could have my son with me there and he colored in and drew on the floor and we just hung out a bit while I did some stuff for customers we started doing markets on weekends and things which again my son could come along to and two-year-olds are great salespeople people are like oh they're so cute and come and talk to you so (laughs) So what, what does a printer do at a market? Are you selling stuff you printed out? Yeah, we were selling canvases that I designed, like kids' bedroom canvases and things, taking custom orders from people for birth and date of birth canvases for their babies and things. And it was more so just handing out business cards to all the other stallholders um, and okay. trying to get some business for corporate work. And if we sold yeah. something, then awesome. And if we didn't, it was just a marketing exercise to be able to say. So that's where your marketing background comes in handy. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's all about marketing. Was it scary at the start? Uh, it wasn't scary because I was still working four days a week. My husband yeah. was still working. It was really just to make some pocket money, to have, still have a five-day-a-week income while only working four days a week yeah. and be able to spend some more time with our kid. And that worked really well up until I went overseas with my brother travelling. And on the first day I was over there, my husband rang me and said he'd lost his job. On the third day, my real estate agent rang me and said we were being evicted. And yeah, so we, they wanted their, the owners wanted the house back because they were unexpectedly having a baby and yeah. their life hadn't worked out how they wanted it. So they were moving back in. And then I got back from America, went to work for one day and went, I hate this place. And <laughs> I quit. So we were now um, both unemployed, homeless, and then we found out we're pregnant. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we made the decision to, I rang my mum and said, we can't find anywhere to live. There's nothing available. And she said, why don't you just go and stay at the Phillip Island Holiday House 
for a couple of weeks while you sort things out. Yeah. And after a couple of weeks, I rang and said, do we have to leave? Kind of like it down here. Um, we moved the printers and everything down into the garage at Surf Beach. We bought another printer and Ash started working for the business as well. And we got it up and running in the garage at home. And oh, That's hilarious. So your mum gives you the holiday house. No good deed goes unpunished, they say. No. <laughs> and eventually she wound up moving down with us and moving into the holiday house as well. We had yeah, a couple yeah. more kids and got a warehouse in Montaggy, then got it, moved it to Cows and then moved it to San Remo. So it's, yeah, it's been, yeah. a, been an adventure. I've, I've followed you around just uh, for all the listeners. I think I've been a customer of yours for several years now, yes. starting at Cows. Um, yeah, probably over a, over a decade. I even think I got somewhere with my amusement centre way back in the day when you had, yeah, had yeah, our limits. Been. You, were, you were in that... Yeah, a little shop off the, off the main street there. If for somebody who's considering the same sort of journey, what what um, what are what are sort of things that you learnt along the way? Uh, the biggest thing for us is we we had all these spreadsheets. We had forecasts of what we needed to make, what we needed to sell in order to pay the rent on our first proper warehouse. Yeah, and we had no clue. <laughs> it, none of it was remotely correct. It was we way underestimated what we needed to sell in order to pay all the bills and everything. Oh, okay. and, yeah, yeah. and when we signed the first lease, we had no clue about um, outgoings and that you yeah. you had to pay all the building insurance. We had no idea that you had to pay all of the landlord's mortgage, um, all of their insurances. You had to pay everything. We just thought you moved in and pay the bills and the rent. But, yeah. yeah, it all just kept adding up and adding up and we had no idea that it was all coming. Oh, the old, so, so the old uh, $10 sales, not a $10 profit sort of idea. Yeah. <laughs> Once you take expenses out, it's more like $1 that you make at the end of it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we soon learned that that was not going to be a sustainable way to operate the business and we ended up saying goodbye to the warehouse in Wonthaggy because it was way too big for us and yep. we weren't able to make a profit with the amount of rent we had to pay. And by this stage, my brother had also moved down and was working with us and our friend was working with us and we had <laughs> we had casual staff in and out, although we, yeah, they were, they were a learning curve in themselves was we'd never had staff before, we'd never yeah, been yeah. responsible for people before and yeah, it was a big learning curve there too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Would you do it a little bit differently? Oh, definitely. You? There's we we wouldn't have gone into picture framing <laughs> as a oh, side business. We really? wouldn't have gone into the pre-made artwork side of things. We we ended up having a gift shop for a while, which helped pay the rent, which was fabulous. But it took so much time. We would have redone that a lot differently. There's there's a lot we would have done differently. And we probably, the setup we've got now would have been terrific if we had it when we started, but we just didn't know. It seems a lot more focused now. Is that, would that be fair to say that? Yeah, we've stopped. We we were trying to be everything to everyone for a while. And yeah, yeah that's a trap that people fall into is saying yes, because you need the money. And yeah, you can't please everyone. No. And then realising that there was no money in what you just said yes to and you've now <laughs> yeah. lost out on jobs that you could have made money on. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you try and diversify too much. And if you chase all the rabbits, they, they all get away. Exactly. So. What, what do you reckon throughout the whole time then was your biggest struggle? Does something jump out of you? It's definitely been cash flow and finances and yeah. um, keeping the money coming in. And you think at the time that, yes, you sell the money, you get you sell the product, you get the money, you pay your bills, it's all good. But then you get customers that take forever to pay. You get customers that pay on 60 days whether you like it or not because they're a corporate and yeah. you get no yeah. say in it. But then you've got suppliers that you need to pay. And all of that, I would have definitely not bought as much 
equipment and kept a lot more cash for cash flow and keeping things in and out. All right, yeah, <laughs> Tr trying to bank on everyone operating the same way you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so throughout those those 15 years of business, what does anything jump out that you're, you're the most proud of? I think the fact that we're still here, that we're still going. Yeah. We've survived, yeah. successfully managed to get three kids Almost yeah. all the way through primary school. The last one's in grade six now and the oldest is in year 12. We've, that alone is huge. <laughs> yeah, we've managed to buy a house off the back of our business, which was not something we could have ever seen happening. And, yes, my mum's still with us. She helped us out still. We still all live together. Um, yeah. It's got seven of us in the house now. So, it's yeah, it, it's definitely the most proud of the fact that it's still functioning. It's still a business. We're still servicing corporate clients when we feel like we are just general we're just normal people we don't have any corporate yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. corporate now here we're just um take us as you see us but people keep coming back to us and yeah we're really happy to have had such loyal clients for how long some people we've been printing for for 15 years and they're still with yeah. us so so you feel like you step back sometimes and go wow look what i've created look what i've done this is not this is unbelievable sometimes is it? yeah well i think from one printer in a little office versus yeah yeah. One printer in a garage to now having three full presses plus three full wide format presses, multiple laminators, all the different finishing equipment that we've got now. Yeah. And yeah. we're finally able to pay ourselves a proper wage that we can live off. And the flexibility allows us to run our life the way that we want to run our life, which we didn't have that option in Melbourne. And yeah, yeah. I was never, ever destined to be a corporate manager. <laughs> Yeah. My bosses kept trying to get me into it and I kept trying to sidestep it. So now like, we get to really set our own path and that's the biggest thing for us. You've, you've got your own autonomy. You've got your own – you can craft your own future this way. Exactly. And yeah. if I want it to be small and managed, then that's what we're doing. It doesn't have to be get to the point where you're working 14, 16, 18 hours a day for someone else. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was never the dream for us. It's – Denny, if, if you had advice for someone starting out, what would that be? Research, 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 research. We just kept flying by the seat of our pants and making things up as we went. And yeah. most of those things have worked out in the end, but there's been some very touch and go moments where we felt, mm. I don't know if we're going to make it through this bit, especially yeah. with COVID. Um, so, yeah, definitely research, research. Make sure you know your market. Make sure you're accurate on the amount you need to produce and what your profit levels are going to be and yeah, take all yeah. of that into account before you start. Yeah, yeah. And and was starting off small a pretty good idea or do you think people should should invest big from the get-go? Uh, we sort of went very small to very big very quickly mm. and we skipped the middle step, which is where we've ended up in the good part now is where we've gone back to the middle. So, yep. yeah, don't go from tiny to massive overnight too fast don't skip yeah. the middle step okay because <laughs> so you may find the middle is where you're best off anyway right so grow naturally yeah 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 is there anything else you want to add don't be afraid to pay yourself what you're worth because you'll find that once you start sent outlaying the money to yourself as a pay don't just take a little bit here and there and keep putting it all back into the business make sure you can live off what you're paying yourself because you'll find that you'll you'll find the way to keep the money coming in once you start paying yourself. Whereas if you don't pay yourself, you'll find that you never do. So you've got to always take, mm. don't look after yourself because 
you'll find the way to keep the money coming in and you'll find a way to get a new customer to justify what you're That's doing. That's really good advice. Yeah. A lot of business owners wouldn't think of that, but yeah, they can put everything back into the business and live yeah. on, you know, two-minute noodles and, and in the basement. Yeah. And but, we did that for years, but we found yeah. the minute we took the plunge and actually started paying ourselves a wage and that money went out every week, yeah. we've been better at making sure the money is also coming in yeah. and being less inclined to so let things slide. So you pay yourself slide, first. Pay no. ourselves, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And never, we have never gone to the point where like, oh, well, I just won't pay myself this week so that I can <laughs> pay X bill. Yep. No, we will find another way to get the money yep. to pay that bill. And yep. we'll negotiate payoff arrangements with people with the tax department. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So many business owners pay themselves last. What's and left? don't yeah. skimp on a bookkeeper slash accountant. That's right. get, getting a proper accountant was one of the best things we ever did because yeah, yeah. her advice and her kicking us up the backside to do things properly uh, has been invaluable. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Denny. You have been a pleasure to chat to. Thanks, and, Dan. <laughs> um, if anyone else wants to get any more information, you can contact Print It Fast. They're down at San Remo. Yep, just uh, behind the car wash. <laughs> just behind the car wash. All right. Um, thanks, Denny. We'll thanks, Dan. <laughs>